Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you're listening, you're having an excellent start to your Thursday. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, and the Road to Atlanta Podcast all at BatteryPower.com, at BatteryPowerSBN, and again, as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network, free on all podcast platforms. No matter where you listen, that's where we will be for free. Just make sure you hit that subscribe button. It allows for you to know when the latest content is available. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. And I don't know if Braves fans are collectors of merchandise, but one of the most popular collector's items right now among Braves country has to be brooms because the Braves just keep sweeping opponents left and right. Forgive my horrible attempt at humor to start the morning off, but the Braves now 14 straight wins, their fourth straight series sweep, and we're on the verge of making history. One more game, and the Braves tie the franchise record for most consecutive wins in franchise history, and of course, two more wins. They make history with, with the longest winning streak in franchise history, and we'll get into it a bit more on tomorrow's hammer, but the Cubs await the Braves in Chicago, and if it's a little bit of a nice foreshadowing, the Cubs have now allowed 61 runs over their past five games. So for an offense that's rolling like the Braves, it looks like that there's an opportunity to at least win another series in Chicago. But before we get to what's going to happen, let's get to what occurred last night. An 8-2 victory by the Braves. Another outstanding night for the offense. Austin Riley with two home runs on the evening. Orlando Arcia in his second straight game stepping in for Ozzie Albies. He's made two starts since Albies got hurt, he's hit two home runs. Don't know if that streak's going to continue, but hey, we'll enjoy the heck out of it while it does. But the story of the night was the Braves' youth. The rookie combination, the dynamic rookie duo of Spencer Strider and Michael Harris. Spencer Strider, five and, a, five and two-thirds innings pitch, 11 strikeouts, only the eighth time a Braves pitcher since 1901 at the age of 23 or younger has produced double-digit strikeouts in less than six innings of a start. But the other thing that stands out is that for Spencer Strider last night, 106 pitches. That's the furthest he's gone in a game in terms of pitch count, but also in terms of innings pitch. But here's the big key. 71 of Spencer Strider's 106 pitches were strikes. And he was still throwing 98, 99 miles an hour in to the fifth inning. The control 
matched the velocity, and the results were absolutely dominant. 11 strikeouts over five and two-thirds innings, two earned runs, two walks, but all in all, just one hit actually, all in all, a dominant performance by Spitzer Strider, who is proven to be a stabilizing force for this Braves pitching staff, a Braves pitching staff that obviously, over the past, coming up on a month now, has been one of the better staffs in the majors. Obviously, the contributions of Max Reed and Kyle Wright have definitely been the anchor for the overall production of the staff, but the stabilizing force that Spencer Strider has been cannot be overlooked. But of course, Michael Harris, after hitting his first two career home runs in consecutive games for the Braves, gets a big two-run RBI single, two more hits on the night, now 22 hits through his first 18 career games. That is an excellent start to Michael Harris's career. We know the defense is going to be here to stay, but the offense, especially with the offense continuing to evolve, now with Harris starting to drive the ball, having a couple of homers on the board, yes, he is putting the ball on the ground, but there's a lot of hard contact when it comes to Michael Harris without there being an egregious amount of strikeouts, and that is highly encouraging. Obviously, the maturity that he displayed beyond his years in the minors at times, it's translated so far to his performance in the majors. But here's the most exciting part of all. There are only four rookies right now in the National League that have an F war of one or higher, that have produced 1.0 or higher F war so far this season. Two of them are Atlanta Braves, Michael Harris and Spencer Strider. The point is, is that the Braves legitimately have two candidates for Rookie of the Year. No rookie is really running away with the award in the National League, but it's hard to deny that right now perhaps the two rookies performing the best in the National League are both Spencer Strider as well as Michael Harris. And make no mistake, with how much the Braves were struggling in April and in May, while the Braves' best bats and their overall best players are performing to the level that they need to to help the Braves make this winning streak. Make no mistake that the insertion of, um, by, by inserting Spencer Strider into the rotation and calling up Michael Harris into the lineup, the Braves improved their defense, the Braves added consistency to the bottom of the order when it came to offense, and they added stability when it came to their rotation. Once again, the Braves have been able to use their youth as a way to really bolster their major league product. And now the Braves are are quickly showing up as one of the best teams in the majors thanks to two rookies who easily could be in the top two or three discussion of the National League Rookie of the Year when it's all said and done in 2022. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G Podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to the Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. 
Of course, while the Braves continue to win, obviously the news that everybody was looking out for, despite another Braves win, was update on Ozzy Albies. And while the details of when he might specifically be back still remain undetermined, there at least was some positive news on a few fronts. For one, the Braves announced that Ozzy Albies did go, did undergo successful surgery to stabilize, repair his fractured foot. And so it, the, the surgery has been successful. The recovery has started for Ozzy Albies. And again, while the overall recovery time is still to be determined, it did seem as if multiple sources said that the expectation is that Ozzy Albies will be back at some point this season. We know that he's at least out through mid-August as he was placed on the 60-day IL. And so the recovery time is going to be at least two months. But that's perfectly fine. In my opinion, that is perfectly fine. Obviously, the whole idea is is that for an injury such as a foot injury, where it's not only the severity of the fact that he broke his foot, but you also want to make sure with a foot injury, especially for a player like Ozzie Albies, who uses his footwork and his speed to add so much value to his offensive and defensive games, you want to make sure that everything heals right, and you want to make sure that there's no rush back until the foot injury is 100%. But one of the other things that stands out is that with the Braves' offense performing like it is, I'm not saying the Braves are going to continue to perform at the rate that they are right now all season, but Atlanta's offense is more than capable of still remaining among the best offenses in the league until Ozzie Albies is able to return. Getting Ozzie Albies back is a development that you want to happen for you to be in the best position possible when it comes to making a pennant run and going back to the World Series this year. He's the type of addition that you want for your postseason run. The Braves, at this point in time, do not necessarily need Ozzie Albies to be able to get to the playoffs. Now, obviously, you'd like to have him healthy the entire year as the Braves continue to hopefully make a run at the Mets for the division title. Make no mistake, the Braves are much better with Ozzie Albies than without Ozzie Albies. But given the development that's occurred, the fact that the Braves offense is performing at the level that it is, it's nice to see that Ozzie Albies will potentially return, but that the Braves offense should hopefully be more than fine until he returns. And let's discuss the Braves offense. The Braves offense that is now clearly the best offense in the National League. Across the board, the Braves are at the top or in the top two or three when it comes to overall production. Right now, the Braves have a 760 OPS. The closest team to them in terms of OPS is 747. But here's the fun part. Here's where it gets exciting. Perhaps it's because the ball has become more lively. It's obviously because the Braves' best hitters are back to performing at their full capabilities. But the Braves have now hit 97 home runs so far this season. The closest National League team to that, the Braves are first in the National League with 97 home runs. The team that's second, is the Philadelphia Phillies with 81. There is 60, There are 16 home runs of difference between the first and second spot in the National League right now. There are 
15 home run difference between the 8th spot and the 2nd spot. So my point is, is that the Braves' power is displaying at a level that no one is touching right now in the National League, and, and it's great to see. Overall, the Braves are still also leading the National League when it comes to strikeouts, but, but at the end of the day, if the Braves are starting to make hard, more consistent hard contact, if they're getting a little bit of luck, if they're making big hits with runners in scoring positions, you live with the strikeouts. You're fine with it. And the Braves continue to absolutely perform at a high level. We'll see if that continues as we get past the Cubs and we get later on in June when the Braves will have series against the Giants and the Dodgers and the Phillies, but we'll worry about that after this weekend. At the end of the day, the Braves' offense is rolling. They get a deserved off day, and they're going to roll right into Wrigley Field where the Cubs have been one of the worst pitching staffs in the majors in the month of June. And the other exciting part of it is that we get to see day baseball over the next few days with the Braves playing at 120 Central on Friday, 120 Central on Saturday, as well as an afternoon game on Sunday. So an overall great Thursday, or it's Wednesday. 14 straight victories. The The Braves are showing that they have two rookies. The youth once again for Atlanta is shining through and making a big contribution at the major league level. Ozzie Albee's successful surgery with a good outlook that hopefully allows for him to return later on this season. A lot of good things are happening for the Braves as we roll through June. Hopefully that will continue through the weekend. Can't thank you enough for joining us here on the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves, part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. You can find the Hammer, the the Battery Power Podcast, Road to Atlanta Podcast, all at BatteryPower.com, at uh, Battery Power SPN across all forms of social media, and free on all podcast platforms. Wherever you listen, that's where we will be for free Just hit that subscribe button. Can't thank you enough. Hope you have a great day. We'll talk to you again tomorrow previewing previewing the Braves series against the Cubs. Until then, have a great day. Talk to you soon here on the Daily Hammer. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G Podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts.